Chapter Eight of the Court by B. M. Bower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eight. It takes nerve just to hang on. Brit was smoking his pipe after supper and staring at nothing, though his face was turned toward the closed door. Lorraine had washed the dishes and was tidying the room and looking at her father now and then in a troubled, questioning way of which Brit was quite oblivious. Dad she said abruptly who is that man at whisper Brit turned his eyes slowly to her face as if he had not grasped her meaning and was waiting for her to repeat the question it was evident that his thoughts had pulled away from something that meant a good deal to him why a man came this morning and said he was the man at whisper and that he would come again to see you Brit took his pipe from his mouth looked at it and crowded down the tobacco with a forefinger he's seen me right away from the ranch this morning he said he was coming down the whisper trail as i was taking the fork over to sugar spring frank and me what did he say he wanted to see me about he didn't say he asked for you and frank lorraine sat down and folded her arms on the oilcloth covered table dad what is whisper whispers a camp up against a cliff over west of here belongs to the sawtooth is that all he said just that he wanted to see me he talked a little lorraine admitted her eyebrows pulled down if he saw you leave i shouldn't think he'd come here and ask for you he knowed i was gone brit stated briefly with a fingernail lorraine traced the ugly brown pattern on the oilcloth it was not easy to talk to this silent man who was her father but she had done a great deal of thinking during the long empty day and she had reached the point where she was afraid not to speak dad what do you want rainy dad was has anyone around here died lately died nobody but fred thurmond over here on granite he was drugged with a horse and killed Lorraine caught her breath, saw Brett looking at her curiously, and moved closer to him. She wanted to be near somebody just then, and after all, Brett was her father, and his silence was not the inertia of a dull mind, she knew. He seemed bottled up, somehow, and bitter. She caught his hand and held it, feeling his roughness between her two soft palms. Dad, I've got to tell you i feel trapped somehow did his horse have a white face dad yes he's a blaze-faced roan why brit moved uncomfortably but he did not take his hand away from her what do you know about it rainy i saw a man shoot fred thurman and push his foot through the stirrup and dad i believe it was that man at whisper the one i saw had a brown hat and this man wears a brown hat and i was advised not to tell anyone i had been at that place they call rock city when the storm came dad would an innocent man one that didn't have anything to do with a crime would he try to cover it up afterwards brit's hand shook when he removed the pipe from his mouth and laid it on the table his face had turned gray while lorraine watched him fearfully he laid his hand on her shoulder pressing down hard, and at last his eyes met her big, searching ones. If he wanted to live, 
in this country he'd have to leastwise he'd have to keep his mouth shut he said grimly and he'd try to shut the mouths of others if he cared anything about em he would you ain't told anybody what you saw have you lorraine hid her face against his arm just loaned morgan and he thought i was crazy and imagined it that was in the morning when he found me and he he wanted me to go on thinking it was just a nightmare that i'd imagined the whole thing and i did for a while but this man at whisper tried to find out where i was that night brett pulled abruptly away from her got up and opened the door he stood there for a time looking out into the gloom of early nightfall he seemed to be listening lorraine thought when he came back to her his voice was lower his manner intangibly furtive you didn't tell him anything did you he asked as if there had been no pause in their talk no i made him believe i wasn't there or i tried to and dad as i was going to cross the creek just before you come to rock city two men came along on horseback and i hid before they saw me they stopped to water their horses and they were talking they said something about the tj had been here a long time but they would get theirs and it was like sitting into a poker game with a nickel they said the little ones aren't big enough to fight the sawtooth and they'd carry lead under their hides if they didn't leave dad isn't your brand the tj that's what it looks like on yellow jacket Britt did not answer and when lorraine was sure that he did not mean to do so she asked another question dad why didn't you want me to leave the ranch today i was nervous after that man was here and i did go i didn't want you riding around the country unless i knew where you went Britt said my brand is the tj up and down we never call it just the tj oh said lorraine relieved they weren't talking about you then but dad it's horrible we simply can't let that murder go and not do anything because i know that man was shot i heard the shot fired and i saw him start to fall off his horse and the next flash of lightning i saw look here rainy i don't want you talking about what you saw i don't want you thinking about it what's the use thurman's dead and buried the coroner come and held an inquest and the jury agreed it was an accident i was on the jury the sheriff took charge of his property you couldn't prove what you saw even if you was to try he looked at her very much as lone morgan had looked at her his next words were very nearly what lone morgan had said lorraine remembered you don't know this country like i know it folks live in it mainly cause they don't go around blatting everything they see and hear and think you have laws don't you dad you spoke about the sheriff the sheriff Britt laughed harshly yeah we got a sheriff and we got a jail and a judge all the makings of law but we ain't got one thing that goes with it and that's justice you best make up your mind like the coroner's jury done that fred thompson was drugged to death by his horse that's all that'll ever be proved and if you can't prove nothing else you better keep your mouth shut 
Lorraine sprang up and stood facing her father, every nerve taut with protest. You don't mean to tell me, Dad, that you and Frank Johnson or Lone Morgan and everybody in the country are cowards, do you? Britt looked at her patiently. No, he said in the tone of acknowledged defeat. We ain't cowards, Rainey. A man ain't a coward when he stands with his hands over his head. Most generally it's cause someone's got the drop on him. Lorraine would not accept that. You think so because you don't fight, she cried hotly. No one is holding a gun at your head, Dad. I thought Westerners never quit. It's fight to the finish, always. Why, I've seen one man fight a whole outfit and win. He wouldn't be beaten because he wouldn't give up. Why, Britt gave her a tolerant glance. Where'd you see all that, Rainy? He moved to the table, picked up his pipe, and knocked out the ashes on the stove hearth. His movements were those of an aging man, yet Britt Hunter was not old, as age is reckoned. Well, in stories. But it was reasonable and logical and possible. Just the same, if you use your brains, you can outwit them. And if you have any nerve... Britt made a sound somewhat like a snort. These days, when politics is played by the big fellows and the law is used to make money for em. It takes nerve just to hang on, he said. Nobody but a dang fool would fight. Slow anger grew within him. He turned upon Lorraine almost fiercely. You think me and Frank could fight the sawtooth and get anything out of it, but a coffin of peace, maybe? He demanded harshly. Don't the sawtooth own this country? Warfield's got the sheriff in his pocket, and a coroner, and a judge, and a stock inspector. He's Senator Warfield, and what he wants, he gets. He gets it through the law that you was talking about a little while ago. What you gonna do about it? If I had the money and the land and the political pull he's got, maybe I'd have me a sheriff and a judge, too. Fred Thurman tried to fight the sawtooth over a water right he owned, and they wanted. They had the case running in court till they liked to took the last dollar he had. He got bullheaded. That water right meant the whole ranch. Everything he owned. You can't run a ranch without water. And when he took the case up and up till it got to the Supreme Court, and he stood some show of winning out, he had an accident. He was drugged to death by his horse. Britt stooped and opened the stove door, seeking a live coal, found none, and turned again to Lorraine, shaking his pipe at her for emphasis. We try to prove Fred was murdered, and what's the result? Something happens, to me, maybe, or Frank, or both of us. And you can't say, here, I know the sawtooth had a hand in that. You got to prove it. And when you've proved it, he added bitterly, you got to have officers that'll carry out the law instead of using it to hogtie you. His futile, dull anger surged up again. You call us cowards cause we don't get up on our hind legs and fight the sawtooth. What you know about courage? You've read stories, and you saw moving pictures, and you think that's the West. That's the way they do it. 
one man hold off a hundred with his gun, and on the other hand, a hundred men, maybe, riding hell, whooping after one. You think that's it? That's the way they do it, huh? He lifted the lid of the stove, spat into it, as if he were spitting in the face of an enemy, and turned again to Lorraine. What you seen, what you say you seen, that was done at night, when there wasn't no audience. All the fighting the sawtooth does is done under cover. You won't see none of it. They ain't such fools. And what us small fellers do, we do it quiet, too. We ain't riding up and down the trail, flourishing our six-shooters and yelling to the sawtooth to come on and we'll clean em up. But you're fighting just the same, aren't you, Dad? You're not letting them... We're making out to live here, and we've been doing it for twenty-five year, Britt told her with a certain grim dignity. We've still got a few head of stock left, enough to live on. Playing poker with a nickel, maybe. But we managed to ante every hand so far. His mind returned to the grisly thing Lorraine had seen. We can't run down the man that got Fred Thurman, supposing he was killed, as you say. That's what the law is paid to do. If Lone Morgan told you not to talk about it, he told you right. He was talking for your own good. What about Al, the man from Whisper? You didn't tell him, did you? His tone, the suppressed violence of his manner, frightened Lorraine. She moved further away from him. I didn't tell him anything. He was curious, but I only said I knew him because he was wearing a brown hat, and the man that shot Mr. Thurman had a brown hat. I didn't say all that. I just mentioned the hat. And he said there were lots of brown hats in the country. He said he had traded for that one just yesterday. He said his own hat was gray. Britt stared at her, his jaw sagging a little his eyes growing vacant with the thoughts he hid deep in his mind. He slumped down into his chair and leaned forward, his arms resting on his knees, his fingers clasped loosely. After a little, he tilted his head and looked up at her. You better go to bed, he told her stolidly. And if you're going to live at the court, Rainey, you have to learn to keep your mouth shut. I ain't blaming you, but you told too much to Al Woodruff. Don't talk to him no more if he comes here when I'm gone. He put out a hand, beckoning her to him, sorry for his harshness. Lorraine went to him and knelt beside him, slipping an arm around his neck while she hid her face on his shoulder. I won't be a nuisance, Dad. Really, I won't, she said. I, I can shoot a gun. I never shot one with bullets in, but I could. And I learned to do lots of things when I was working in that play west I thought was real. It isn't like I thought. There's no picture stuff in the real west, I guess. They don't do things that way. But what I want you to know is that if they're fighting you, they'll have to fight me too. I don't mean movie stuff. Honestly, I don't. I'm in this thing now, and you'll have to count me same as you count Jim and sorry. Won't you please feel that I'm one more in the game, Dad, and not just another responsibility? I'll herd cattle or do whatever there is to do. 
and I'll keep my mouth shut, too. I can't stay here day after day doing nothing but sweep and dust two rooms and fry potatoes and bacon for you at night. Dad, I'll go crazy if you don't let me into your life. Dad, if you knew the stunts I've done in the last three years, it was make-believe West, but I learned things just the same. She kissed him on the unshaved cheek nearest her and thought of the kisses she had breathed upon the cheeks of story fathers with due care for the make-up on her lips. Just because this was real, she kissed him again with the frank vigor of a child. Dad, she said wheedlingly, I think you might scare up something that I can really ride. Yellow Jacket is safe, but, but you have real live horses on the ranch, haven't you? You must not go judging me by the palms and the bay windows of that Casa Grande. That's where I've slept the last few years, when I wasn't off on location. But it's just as sensible to think I don't know anything else, as it would be for me to think you can't do anything but skim milk and fry bacon and make sourdough bread, just because I've seen you do it. Britt laughed and patted her awkwardly on the back. If you was a boy, I'd set you up as a lawyer, he said with an attempt at playfulness. I kind of thought you could ride. I seen how you piled on the old yellow jacket and the way you held your reins. It runs in the blood, I guess. I don't see what I can do in the way of a horse. Old yellow jacket used to be a real rim rider, but he's getting old. Getting old, same as me. You're not. You're just letting yourself feel old. And am I one of the outfit, Dad? I guess so. Only there ain't gonna be any of this hell-whooping stuff, Rainy. You can't travel these trails at a long lope with your hair flying out behind and, and all that damn foolishness. I saw them in the moving pictures. Lorraine blushed and was thankful that her dad had not watched her work in the serial. For that matter, she hoped Lone Morgan would never stray into a movie where any of her pictures were being shown. I'm serious, Dad. I don't want to make a show of myself, but if you'll feel that I can be a help instead of a handicap, that's what I want. And if it comes to fighting... Britt pushed her from him impatiently. There you go. Fight, fight. And I told you there ain't any fighting going on. Nothing more than a fight to hang on and make a living. That means straight, hard work and minding your own business. If you want to help with that... I do, said Rainy quietly, getting to her feet. Her legacy of stubbornness set her lips firmly together. That's exactly what I mean. Good night, Dad. Britt answered her non-committally, apparently sunk already in his own musings. But his lips drew in to suppress a smile when he saw, from the corner of his eyes, that Lorraine was winding the alarm on the cheap kitchen clock, and that she set the hands carefully and took the clock with her to bed. End of chapter 8 Recording by Tom Penn